guests today joining us as we discuss whatever's going on give our opinions talk about topics current events our lives whatever but we use all of that to create improv scenes around the spot we just make them up as we go you'll know when they happen we'll set the scene we'll call scene at the end and we'll mix a discussion all up in it i think john compares it to a gumbo yeah oh yeah i want everything in that pot Throwing everything in the pot. Throwing everything in the pot. Everything yeah, yeah. in the pot. And yeah. uh, sometimes we're joined by special guests, man. John, uh, you you brought someone today. <clears throat> Absolutely, man. So this guy, uh, he da- we 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 had a conversation a while back, but he didn't. He doesn't understand how much uh, I admired him in high school. Um, always positive. Uh, he was a, he was older than me. Played football with me. We we call it. If you're from Dayton, Ohio, I'm sure you heard of the men of Shamanat. You've heard of Shamanat Julianne. Yeah, back in the 2000s, it was a football powerhouse. Um, but we had a lot of guys that were also multi-talented. And one of those guys goes by the name of Mike Mixlogic Jones. Yes. Yes. My friend, Mike, Mike Jones on the on the podcast today, man. How you doing, man? I I I never knew that, man. Hey, that's awesome, brother. I'm proud of you. <laughs> Thanks, uh, he's proud of John. I, I didn't even know that. You know yeah. what, man? For real, I don't know if everybody. I don't know if everybody uh, recalls how in high school. Like I remember high school, but I've been experienced so much. Like between graduating, being 18. All the way through college till 30s, like 16 years later. Yeah. So I don't even remember that. So it's like, I always wonder, it's cool to hear um, about you from high school and you're in your adult now and you kind of reflect on, hey, do I still reflect that today? You know, that's yeah. kind of mm-hmm. cool. That's cool, man. I appreciate that, brother. No problem, man. I mean, of course, man. Hey, before hey, I was- John was the beat. John was a who? Well, <laughs> what'd you say, Mike? I, it kind of it kind of went out hey, a little John bit. John was a beast. Was that that DB? He is the man. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is the workhorse. Oh, really? Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, I can and, see and, that. And my first introduction to defense, course, man, man Michael. Mike was one of those people when I came over to defense in high school that uh, he always had a swagger about him. And if you play defense, you know, part of that is being able to have the swagger, you know, to be the aggressor, right? And, you know, the defense was always – I technically had way more fun playing defense than any offense I've ever done um, because of that. So, uh, it means a lot for you to even remember me in high school. I mean, shoot, my back hurt right now. And I, <laughs> 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 I took my mentor – I just kid my a mentor. I took him out to play basketball. We lost and I hurt my back. <laughs> I I think we lost you again. We didn't hear that. What'd you say, Mike? Did y'all hear? I didn't hear it again. Did he say anything? I think it's freezing. I think you're freezing, Mike. It skipped a little bit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I keep skipping. Let me see if I'm going to add on. Never do Back. well. This is the third time me doing StreamYard. I'm sorry. Nah, man, it's okay, man. We We... We're trying to get it together with StreamYard. We're trying to do this, man. It's okay. We'll power through it, man. But long story short, man, we 
for all the people watching today, uh, this dude was a part of my high school life. Um, and I never really seen him do anything crazy, you know, like disloyal. Like you're one of those people I can honestly say, you know, reflecting back, you were a pretty righteous dude, man. Um, which is one of the things I admired about you. Like no matter what was going on, you know, you had a righteousness about you and you wanted to carry yourself in a certain way. Um, and that was dope. That was dope to see. Uh, but see Tom, welcome you to the pod, man. <clears throat> oh, he, he lost oh, him. Awesome. Okay. We have some technical difficulties for everybody listening. Um, we'll see if Mike jumps back on, but we'll keep going with the but, pod. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. What you're describing makes me think of like, uh, there was something about Mike that you appreciated, you respected back in high school. And it made me think like reflecting on ourselves back in high school. Mm. Why do you think people <laughs> liked you? And do you still have that trait, whether, whether it's charisma or swagger or whatever it was? Like, have you carried that with you into your adulthood? Or are there certain aspects of your high school <laughs> life that you just sort of left behind? For me, I can definitely say I've went through a transformation. There's a lot of me that I've had to transform. But I guess the thing, if I had to say what made people like me in high school, excuse me, was probably um, I've always tried to be intentional about my friendship and about my relationships with people. Hmm. You know, um, on the other side of that, I don't really care too much for like small talk. So it's like I do it because I don't like small talk. So I can come off rude if somebody's like, hey. How's your day? I like, you know, your pen or whatever. You don't really care about me. You're talking to me because you want some, or you're talking to me because you're buying time. You know, and a lot of people have social problems. Maybe they don't like talking, right? But for me, uh, if I met somebody who was, I was like intrigued by, I tried to make it my point to let them know and, you know, give them the flowers or uh, be kind to them. Um, as much as I could without, you know, lying to him because I just liked, I like being that guy, right? I like being a guy who, you know, you may think I'm some somebody else, but I'm always going to try to treat you with respect. I'm always going to be kind. And I think that's something I've always done for the most part uh, that hasn't changed. But there's been a lot of things I've changed since high school, uh, how I viewed the world, um, how I view dating, Um you know what was important to me what what was important for me to go after um in high school i really didn't like i was just it was more football you know but football was really just a vehicle um deep down i knew it but it took time for me to grow to really realize that and if i'd have realized it earlier i probably would have been met you guys like earlier you know what i'm saying uh oh uh oh you going <laughs> going to leave ohio and find us yeah I'd love yeah. to see that. That's hey, a Mike. good one. You there, Mike? Let me see. You hear us? Yeah, try to get him back. Give him some time and see if we can get him squared away. But yeah, that was a good question, Antoine. I mean, yeah, I think. Thank you. I think for me, like. <laughs> This is one of those that I don't even really think about until I reflect back. I'm like, yeah, why did people hang out with me? <laughs> what I think if if I was to be honest, I think it was possibly I did have a I was a quiet kid. Definitely wasn't like mm. a class clown, not center of attention, not that type of dude. But I do believe I had a quiet humor to myself. Like the people I did talk to, and we would laugh pretty often. Yeah. Um, also. Uh, I also consider myself a, a really good listener. Like if people just want to talk, I, I have yeah. an ear for it. I got two of them and, <laughs> and feel free to talk. And I think people just appreciate someone just willing to listen to them and try to approach from an understanding way. And I will say I've carried that with me. Yeah. Mm. So. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I've always been a people watcher. So I've always like that too, you know, part of my listening and, and kind of what you were saying, Antoine, to me, I love to know how people think. Like I like to hear people's stories, where they came from. Um, part of it is so that I, 
it kind of expands the world for me. And part of it is just I'm just nosy. Like, I'm just like, what's mm-hmm. up with this guy? I want to figure out how they approach life. So um, I've always tried to listen intentionally when people will share who they were with me. And I know I know that laughter is always like a it's a lubricator. Right. Like you could you could if somebody knows you have a sense of humor, they're more likely to trust you and communicate with you versus the other. You know, so. True. Yes. Yeah, my, my, my sense of humor has always been there. It's probably, yeah, it's probably gotten crazier since. But were, were you a class clown? Were you funny guy up? And you were, because I remember you would tell the stories. Like you guys would like perform in front of the class. Well, that was like, well, so when I got to high school, you know, I went to CJ was a Catholic high school, and this was Catholic. It wasn't like Sister Act nuns Catholic, you know. What kind? Of, oh, 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 whoa, 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 what other but, kind is there? Well, that's we not- had we had nuns, but they weren't like you know we had nuns and brothers, but they weren't walking around with you know stuff on. Well, um, they wait, 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 wait! Don't gloss over that. They were, they were plain clothes. They were plain, plain clothes. clothes. <laughs> what? Plain clothes. Wait a minute. More liberal. It's a liberal. You know. Whoa, whoa! That's not fair. At all. Why not? That's the right. whole thing of. That's the the uniform is the job, and I mean, is the person, and the person is the uniform. How do you do? I mean, come on, you can't wear that uniform forever. Uh, uh. <laughs> <Thankfully> they do. <laughs> well, I think I think if you, I don't know what the, I, I, I have to go check, but I know I didn't see any nuns wearing the nun gear, the swag. <laughs> really. <laughs> During school hours, and very, and I don't think I've ever seen any when there was chapel. Uh, This is so unsettling. I could have been at grocery stores with nuns and didn't know. I could have just been just doing like at the move up. Yeah, I wish I wish Mike don't if if Mike could hear this. Hopefully, jump in on this. But oh, my freshman year, this was the funniest one of the funniest memories from the church. I guess you could call it a. Staff. So we had a guy named Brother Pat. Shout out to Brother Pat if you listen mm. to this uh, or do listen to it in the future. Brother Pat was an ex wrestler, but he had committed his life to God, right? He's Brother Pat. And uh, one day, uh, the upperclassmen were throwing this food fight in the, in the cafeteria. And Brother Pat got hit with all of the, you know, mustard mayonnaise, all that kind of stuff. And I remember as we were coming down to go to this lunch, we heard the commotion, but nobody knew what was going on. You just see a bunch of teenagers get thrown out of the cafeteria by Brother Pat. He was like he was throwing them out the ring of Battle Royal. <laughs> I remember everybody was like, yo, that's Brother Pat. <laughs> what the heck going on? But it, it was crazy. Like we had we had a sister Damien. Uh, shout out to Sister Damien. I love Sister Damien, but everybody was scared of her because her voice was really deep, and um, hey. and she never wore deodorant, so she would like teach a class and have her armpit right on the fan, and it would just blow to everybody in the classroom. <laughs> she did that on purpose. Yeah, right. <laughs> but she was cool. Like she wasn't power like, move. You know, she was, yes. yeah, it was definitely a power move. <laughs> Yeah, nobody, nobody mess with, uh, nobody mess with uh, Sister Damien. This, this almost sounds like you went to um, what's the X Man school? Like all these people with these superpowers, <laughs> 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 like these special characters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, man. Can you just imagine your, uh, your the 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 priest or is it a brother? A priest, he's a priest, right? That who dedicated, yeah. yeah. And yeah. he's an ex wrestler, and he's got that skill set. That's a and you just wow. Yep, yep. And I mean, and brother Pat was like, he was super nice, man. At first, like he was like, like I remember when brother Pat turned dark side, man. I'll never forget this. Brother Pat was like, let's call him a teddy bear when he first got into like high school. He was teaching freshmen. And, you know, everybody was just coming at his neck because he was over nice. He was too nice. And I think somebody, let's just say, took advantage of his niceness one day, and he was really embarrassed. But that next day, he came in. It was like major pain. Like, he is straight up 
um, just flipped the script on us, man. He was like, no jokes. Don't laugh at me. You're going to get a quiz whenever I want to, and you better be ready. You better read every night. You better do all these things. We're like, brother Pat, what's going on, man? You gave me a peppermint two days ago. And he's like, sit in the class, sit down. I'm, you know, ain't nobody friends with me right now, right? And then not too shortly after that is when I saw him, you know, WWE and people out of the cafeteria. <laughs> so, you know, I mean, like I wish we, we, cut to, <laughs> we cut to brother Pat in the principal's office. We got a uh, look, brother Pat, you know, I love you. But um, we're around schools that you've been going to the dark side lately. You used to be so nice. You were you were a teddy bear. You're a big panda. Now people are saying you you, you read. You're you're rude. You're you're short with people. I've even gotten a few uh, claims that you've been suplexing students. <laughs> Brother Pat, what's going on? Well, um, when I came into this job, you know, I remember getting on my knees and praying to God, and He told me this would be the most most important job I ever took in my life. And I just thought maybe he wanted me to sit here and speak the word of God to all of these young children. But when I got in there, it's not what I found. Kids were writing horrible notes about me and talking about how round I looked and how I was terrible as a wrestler. So I had to do something about that. See, Brother Pat, see, Brother Pat, that's the thing. Remember, you took two, you two vows when you signed up uh, to be a, a teacher here. One is to preach the word of God to your students because they need it. And two is to keep your special powers on lock. You know that all the teachers in the school have special powers, but we do not use them. All right? Because they're from the devil. They're from <laughs> Satan. We only use the word of God to change here. All right? So remember that when, they, when they're stressing you out. Because they're going to try it. The kids are going to try it. But you can't let the darkness take you, Brother Pat. Why does the darkness have to come through the children? I thought the darkness was out in the world with the evil, got cartels. And I'm seeing Lucifer in the face of these kids. We cut to, we cut to uh, one, of the, one of the students talking to a guy outside, uh, who, the, the guys outside hanging on the fence. Hey, kid. What's that backpack say, Amici? Come over mm -hmm. here. Come over here. Yeah. yeah. The other kids didn't work out. I've been paying them to, to antagonize. You got a teacher there named Brother Pat? Yeah. Yeah, good. Yeah. I know him. Yeah, I know him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I understand he joined it. He, he, he dedicated his life to God and came over here to teach kids. But he owes me a rematch. I, money man, moth Randy Ross was supposed to have the belt. He retired before I could get a chance of getting my belt back. So I'm gonna pay Wait, you. I was paying, you huh? took your belt and they retired so you couldn't get your belt back? No, he he won the belt and he won he, the belt. I, I'm doing a rematch. I'm doing a rematch to try okay. to get the belt back. And he dedicated his life, God tried to hide away here. But I need mm -hmm. I need somebody to, to get him out. Let you know he's in here pretending, but I need him to to get free. So the last kid got expelled, but I'm gonna start paying you. How much you need? About five, ten, twenty dollars. I need you to just you know get him all riled up. I need to see him so that my man Randy Ross uh can get his his rematch. Um yeah, you know, whatever you got. Yeah, I, I don't really right. like the guy, so you know, I'll take I'm whatever just, you give him. Yeah, I'm throwing his money over the fence. Okay. Yeah, why is it in quarters? <laughs> That's all I got. I need the rematch, man. Okay. I'm not getting no endorsements no more. I got to get him back in the ring. That's the biggest. People want to see that match. Okay. Um, all right. I'll antagonize him and get him kicked good. out of here, I guess. Good, yeah. good. Just enough. Get him out to this 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 playground. I'm, I got my, my gear in the back. I'm going to change up. If you get him mm -hmm. out here, I'm going to meet him out here in the middle, and we going. I got the news cameras and everybody. They coming out to see this. Okay. I'll, All right. I'll, I'll get him. Good. Okay. Um. Hey, brother Pat. Are you talking to me? Uh. Yeah. Sorry. I, I know. You, I see you eating your lunch. Um. But I. Um. You should go outside and um. Maybe, you know, take your shirt off and uh, oil up a little bit and uh, like you know how you used to do. Um. 
back when you were on, like on TV? I thought we had a discussion. We wouldn't bring up my past work experience. But everybody loves what you used to do. It, it was it was great. It was it was wonderful. You made so many people happy. Oh yeah. You don't make us happy anymore. Well, I'm not supposed to make you happy. I'm your teacher, son. But since you're flattering me, what was your favorite favorite wrestler I ever dealt with? Favorite wrestler you ever dealt with? Yeah, you know that's what I used to say. I mean, you know, your your last match felt a little incomplete. You know, um, usually when yeah, you know, usually when somebody wins wins a title, they you know, they, they 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 go on and they give an interview where they, you know, they talk some mess or, you know, let the other guy have a rematch or something. You know, you never did that. I mean, that wasn't, that wasn't my character. I was a religious wrestler. After I body slammed somebody, I would take a knee and pray. That was my, that was my acceptance. That's how I do things. Are you saying that's not, I thought you said you liked me. Yeah, I did. But, you know, you, you left without you know, fulfilling your legacy. You have to, you know, make sure nobody wants to wants to wrestle you anymore. And I think a lot of people still still want to wrestle you. You think there's still people that want to wrestle Brother Pat? Is that what you're yeah. saying? Yeah. Who? Tell me right now. Who? I'll put this tuna fish sandwich down right now. You know the, the guy you, you wanted the title from? His name. Um, it starts with an M. He, he's yeah. outside. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. My old foe. Mm -hmm. And as old. as brother as brother Pat is, you know, strutting down the hall to the door just before he goes outside, he sees the principal standing there. Where do you think you're going, brother Pat? I was um there was some business I needed to go deal with outside. Oh, I'm well aware. I'm well aware. You got what was the name? Money Man Randy Savage or something? Randy, whatever it was. Yeah. Exactly. He's been out there yelling at kids all day to challenge you. So I got a challenge for you, Brother Pat. I got a challenge for you. You go out there and you resolve this with the word. Not with your muscles, not with your pile drivers, not with your body slams, but with the word. Can you do that? If you can do that, you still have a job here. I mean, uh, they out there talking about I didn't go out with my legacy. I mean, that's that's harsh words. I'm a wrestler, man. Okay, well, I'm sure you'll figure it out. I'm sure you'll make the right choice. The principal walks away dramatically. Listen here. Ah, there you are right there. You take that white collar off. You're just faking the funk. You know you're not a priest. You owe me, Brother Pat. Or should I call you by your real wrestler name? Should I? You don't have to do oh, anything. All right. You Put ain't got to do anything. Patrick, pray, praying, pugilist. All right. It's time now. You about to meet Money Man, Randy, Ross, one more time so I can uh, get the title back. Randy, what is this about? Huh? You huh? haven't been getting your union checks? No, they're really, really low. The endorsements aren't coming in either. I had that I had that one with, with the yogurt company. I mean, they dropped me, man. Kids aren't eating yogurt like they used to. And they said, you know, you should do something else with your life. This whole money cape, money headband, money armbands, all the money stuff. I they, they they said that, you know, most kids are capitalists. They're not even dealing with this stuff anymore, man. That's true. What I think you should do, you should turn your life over to God. He has a lot in store for you, Randy. Instead of money, man. You could be holy man. Wow. Oh, you it know, looks like, yeah, you look like you're doing pretty good. Is that G is he managing your career now? You got you got you got God? He's 
Well, God has been doing a, he's been slacking on my career. I've, he's only been sending me a bunch of children. But um, as far as me teaching, I can't complain, you know. Um, no, I mean, I know you still got to wrestle, man. You had the moves, the suplexes. Yeah. Yeah, that, DDTs. Was, that, was, that was me. That was man, me. Yeah. nobody, nobody worked the ring like you, man. I know you haven't given all of that up. Well, um, to tell you the truth, um, God made me give it up. Now, either this guy's managing you or like he's like against you. What's going on, man? One minute you said join him, everything's great, and and now it doesn't sound like he's encouraging you to be your best self, your best self, who you really are, man. I mean, let's just say this is not a place for wrestlers. If you catch my drift, Randy, I'm a I'm a changed man. I I teach history, AP history, okay. And every now and then, some students get out of line, and I have to, you know, give them low triangle choke. Oh, that's what I'm talking about. You still get to choke them. The triangle choke gets the work. Yeah, it doesn't leave any marks, you know, around the neck. The kids oh, don't, you know, they just call them passion marks, you know. Oh, but that's um, good. but um, to be honest, Randy, you know, I always admire how free you were walking around with money signs all over your body and talking to people crazy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You should think about joining the church. Hmm. Well, sound like you're doing pretty good. Get to choke somebody every now and then. Steady paycheck. You look happy. Look like you're doing well for yourself. All right, I'm in. Well, let me introduce you to the principal. And scene. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Mike, uh, can you hear us? Is everything? How's it going, Mike? Good? Can you hear us? Hey. Can you hear Yo. Is that no? Yep. Okay. So yeah, so we heard you. Yeah, we heard you. Um, okay. Yeah, we can't. We um, we hearing. We're hearing sounds. I just let me second. Let me message you. I uh, in a weird way, some of the details that scene reminded me of. I saw Lean on Me for the first time recently. Morgan Freeman, 1989 movie, and <laughs> early on in the movie, when he's making a like a speech to the teachers, he, he mentions a dude named Reverend Slappy, who was worked the janitorial <laughs> janitorial staff. I think he heads it up, and he's like Reverend Slappy, that it done the janitorial janitorial service, and they never discuss why he's called Reverend Slappy. He never really comes up again. <laughs> I was just like, are we not going to talk about <laughs> Reverend yeah. Slappy, the janitor? That's a weird detail to have. Like Isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, what did they edit out of that movie? About <laughs> he had a whole Slappy. side story <laughs> <laughs> that never got told. <laughs> and if that's his, like, given name, like his real name, what a horrible name to have uh, as you work around children, right? <laughs> or Mr. Slappy. I'm Mr. Slappy. Mr. Slappy. Uh, yeah, right. I mean, as opposed to Reverend, you know, that's an earned <laughs> title, but <laughs> if he was born so and so slappy. <laughs> oh no, a long line of slappies. <laughs> but it was a good movie. Good movie. I enjoyed it. Glad you catching up. I was thinking about that the other day. It was like, yeah, Antoine's got some stuff to watch. Yep, yep. Hold on, I, <laughs> second, y'all. I'm about to try it. Mike, real quick. Okay, okay. I just looked up the, I just looked up the Wikipedia, uh -huh. and in the cast list it says Reverend Herschel Slappy, played by himself. <laughs> 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 that's that's the real dude. <laughs> Herschel Slappy. Reverend Herschel Slappy. <laughs> Herschel Slappy. That's a... Wait, so he is really a reverend playing a janitor, or he's actual actually a janitor who's a reverend? And he's he just brought it right to the movie. 
These are the questions I walked away from the movie with. <laughs> what is the story? Reverend Slappy. <laughs> I'm hoping that he had the idea for the screenplay. I'm hoping that this is like his work. Like people are like, hey Slappy, hey Reverend, how you doing today? You, all good. You, how's your how's your script coming? All right. It's going all right. Going all right. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna keep cleaning these halls, but I'll work on it. And then he put himself in it like Quentin Tarantino. That's exactly, <laughs> which would explain that. That would explain the the nod, like just the little the cameo, the little Reverend Slappy. That's it, because he wrote it. It's his work. I like that. We'll go with that story. That it, sounds good to me. So good, but a janitor would know a lot of details about the school, mm-hmm. what happened. You know that they, they busy. They're busy doing their thing. They come in contact with all kinds of interactions i'm sure the principal's office wasn't off limits he knew what um let me see lean on me was what's his name uh morgan freeman morgan yeah but what's the real guy's name uh clark gosh, clark crazy joe mr clark yeah he mr. knew what clark. mr clark was up to yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah There's lots of Ooh. access and i like that you're watching these movies now because they're like fresh on your mind and you can like you can point to stuff that we might have missed because it's been so long <laughs> this is good you know I, after i watched it i was i was thinking about the the i don't know if you'd call it a trope or the genre mm-hmm. of the school in trouble and the teacher that comes to save it like mm-hmm. there was a whole slew of them from like the late 80s to early aughts and then they sort of disappeared mm-hmm. the last time you seen we a show or movie schools. like that. Hmm? We don't want to save schools anymore. We gave up on that. <laughs> oh, I, well, I yeah, was hoping that we fixed it. <laughs> no, we didn't fix schools. We don't need mm. to make movies about them anymore. We're just like, so. These movies aren't working. We're trying to save the rec center with the prize money from the contest. Mm. And then, I don't know why we're down for that. Oh, that's, that's actually a good point. The dance phenomena that occurred after that series of dance movies yes (laughs) what series of dance movies i'm lost sorry um our guests had some connectivity issues Uh, uh, stream yard so we will reschedule and have them back on just keep it rolling with the pie okay oh that's unfortunate Yeah. yeah 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 um Antoine was saying that he just watched Lean On Me, right? Lean On Me. Lean On Me, the movie. Yes. And uh, so uh, we talked about one of the characters in there. And then we went on to uh, Antoine saying that um, they didn't, they stopped making those School in Trouble movies. You know, we had a little slew of those and they went away. And then Amici just pointed out that after that, we got the dance movies. Like, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. With the, you got yeah. serves the honeys, yeah. the Woo! step up, step up, yeah, step up yeah, to the streets. Uh, you forgot, uh, save what was it called, save, save the, the last, last dance. dance, save the last dance. By the way, I hated dance movies, by the way, <laughs> hated them. They usually don't hold up. Like, if we go back and watch them, because like, not, yeah, yeah. I know Some dancers and dancers don't act like that. <laughs> They don't talk like that. They don't just start talking and break out and dance and all that. I mean, they do, but not like that. So they don't get angry and then like go dance it out somewhere <laughs> and breaking in stuff the streets in, in, in when it's raining and all that. Um, yeah, I, I, I do remember the bad, bad student movies. Um, but that was coming out of the 80s, wasn't it? Yeah, that was like 80s, mm-hmm. early 90s. It was like a mm-hmm. whole bunch of them. Uh, so that makes me think about I was watching Sesame Street last night with my daughters, the original, nice. the, the pilot. Original. Did the you pilot uh-huh. episode? Uh huh. This man had the pork chop sideburns on the side of his face. Gordon, was it Gordon? I think so. And uh, yeah, man, I was like, okay, okay. Yep, Electric Boogaloo, Shauna. Mm-hmm. Yep, Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> yeah, but Drumline. No, not Drumline Lord. Uh, Stomp the Yard, I will still sit down and watch it. Because it, there was dancing in it, but, but it, wasn't. it wasn't about him like being a dancer. Like He didn't yes. go to college to, to, like, <laughs> crump, <laughs> to crump. crump. Yeah. <laughs> he went to yeah. college that was a part of it. So I think yeah. as long as dance is kind of like 
it's the through line and not the thing that they're going to be. It's not. Uh, uh, it's not the how they're going to save everything. Exactly. Oh, but, by dancing. Yeah, they didn't save the college by dancing right? <laughs> <laughs> at all. But I will say my favorite dance movie, mm-hmm. it's not considered a dance movie. It's more like a long movie, music video. Was a movie Michael Jackson came out with called Moonwalker, and I think I've watched Moonwalker probably a million times. Me too. Uh, I watched it so many times when I was a kid. It's such a great movie. Yeah. <laughs> it's such yeah, a great like. Halfway it's just like music videos, and then it's like this <laughs> experimental <laughs> weird. I, I don't know what to call it. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. very <laughs> experimental. It's very like uh, it's very experimental. But I remember specifically. There was two scenes that used to like just blow my mind in the movie. One, Michael Jackson would he would turn into this really fast car because the whole time people are chasing Michael Jackson. That's the whole thing. Everyone's chasing him, trying to get him. You know, uh, either they're trying to get him because they're fans, or they're trying to get him because they're haters or whatever. But nonetheless, he turns into this super fast car, a DeLorean, and he just takes off. He pulls up to this bar, and you know. I, I think they have him surrounded. He runs into the bar and then he changes clothes. When he comes in, he has on this all white suit and his hat is super oh, cool. That's and that's the scene where he does the most famous lean oh, and, okay. and all that. Right. Well, that was a part of a movie called Moonwalk. Oh, okay. and, and it was crazy. Like, but it, to me, I would say probably the most I've, I haven't heard many people talk about that movie, but it was an incredible movie. Like, It was like. Yeah, then there's some kids. Like I think he ended up getting captured, and then he turns into like a robot, and then then he like it was crazy. Man. Michael When's Jackson, the last time you guys have seen that movie? When's the last time? You uh, this would have been years. Uh, yeah, years. Yeah. I first saw it last in the nineties. Yeah, we should watch it again. We should do it like a C time. <laughs> I've never seen it. Like, oh my god. Time. Is it a full yeah. length movie or is it like a yes. really long video? It's Not like yeah. It, yeah. It's it's called Michael Jackson's Moonwalker. It goes through. I my my grandmother had it taped, so I I don't know if some of the stuff that she taped was a part of like the special that leads up to the movie. Mm. But the movie itself is pretty dope. Like it's pretty like you know Michael Jackson was in a shootout. <laughs> he was in a shootout, like like in the movie. <laughs> Like he really was. Like you got to see the movie. It sounds crazy, but I'm gonna show you. I'm gonna share the actual like yeah. um, thing because I remember watching this. Going, is this a real movie? Because this is fucking crazy. See, that's when he turned into the robot. Okay. So Michael Jackson is a robot. Uh, <laughs> here's the cover. Of course, <laughs> spaceships were in it. Yep, he had a spaceship. I think he turned into a spaceship and turned into car. Who who wrote this one? I got I, I, gotta, I ideas, don't know. Man, it was just see when you have unlimited amount. Joe Pesci was in it. Yeah, Joe, Joe Pesci's Pesci. a bad guy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and he eats peanuts. He just eats a bunch of peanuts and just like he's he has an underground layer, and that's all. He eats peanuts and has like. Spiders everywhere, man! I'm about to watch this movie tonight, man. <laughs> you worked yourself. I up. just got hype, man. I forgot. <laughs> I forgot. Like, Have you? Let me ask you something. You know, back in the day of, uh, I guess, limited entertainment and, and when cassette tapes were big, do you think you have watched a movie via Netflix or whatever kind of streaming situation we have now? Do you think you've watched a movie as many times as you have watched a cassette movie that you played like Maybe. multiple times? You think no. you watched the cassette a whole lot more than you watched? Absolutely. Yeah. Probably because of choices and just, I don't know, we were just holding on to them cassette tapes, man. That was for real. You had a tape, you would just pop it in, pop it yep, back yep. in, rewind yep. and pop it in. Uh, wow. Also, pause for a moment, Shauna. I do remember the dancing bunny. That was my first. Oh, that yeah. was the number one favorite part of the movie. And the dance off with the, the dance off with the <laughs> rabbit in the desert when he turns into the mountain. <laughs> How did this script get approved? Oh, they had Michael Jackson, Jackson starring in it. I need somebody to research. <laughs> Michael Jackson. It. It's one of my favorite movies as a kid. I mean, my mind was 
blown. I mean, oh. there's a the, matter of fact, I'll tell you another music video if Shauna remembers this. Do you remember it was called um Leave Me Alone? I think the song was called Leave Me Alone or just Leave Me Alone, mm -hmm. where Michael Jackson travels to a theme park with with bubbles and they're in like a little whatever, right? Going like you're going through the Magic Mountain in Disney. And in the in the actual uh theme park, it's a Michael Jackson theme park. So he's seen all his music videos, all of his celebrity friends. He sees the elephant bones, elephant man bones that's in there dancing. He's even like it's crazy. And then at the end of the video, you realize that Michael Jackson is actually the theme park. And he gets up, he breaks up, he stands up, he knocks off the roller coaster, he knocks off the Ferris wheel, and you're like, oh my God. I'm like just stimulated, just blown away. But to answer your question, no, I, I don't watch movies the way I did back then. Like yeah. I like I, I have watched Netflix movies. Like I watched 25 minutes. I'll get a notification and I go, oh, I'm gonna go check this out, you know, or I do worse. Sometimes I'll be watching a movie, watching YouTube, and watching Facebook at the same time. Yeah. You're not fully watching nothing. I'm not yeah. willing to watch uh Moonwalker. I'm only willing to watch uh the directors. I, I only watch it if it has directors' comments and or a making of because I need details. I can't no. just I can't, you gotta I can't. see it first. You gotta see it first. You gotta see it first. And then watch it with you, director commentary. It's, 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 it doesn't already, do it justice. I've already it formed it an opinion. I've already formed an opinion. I don't need to like suspend my belief. For the I record, just, according to IMDB, Michael Jackson wrote the story. And some dude named David Newman wrote the screenplay. So, and there then you I'm go. A, I want to be a, a rocket. I'm a man. <laughs> I mean, he, um, like, I'll say this it's, a, it's an experimental anthology musical film. That's what it's classified as, which explains it perfect. Like, explains it perfect. Um, if Kanye West is, is it's kind of like if you watched. Kanye West's uh, Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy, if you saw the film that came with the music video, then you'd be like, oh, like you would probably thought he was really out there, but it his music video, Dark Twisted Fantasy, has nothing, holds nothing to Michael Jackson dancing a, with a bunny, oh, turning into a robot. He turned into a Black Panther. He got in a shootout. You know, <laughs> He was getting chased by all of Hollywood. Like all of the characters in Hollywood was chasing him in this video. He was he was literally hiding out in the Warner Brothers closet. He puts on a bunny hat, and that's how he disguises himself to walk around Hollywood studios. And everyone's like, hey, is that Michael Jackson? Because of course he does the Michael Jackson dance move. And then everybody at the studio, all the tour people, even the cops are chasing Michael Jackson. <laughs> All the way out in the desert. It's one of the most exhilarating music Exhilarating. Videos. Yeah, it, and that song's called Speed Demon. It sounds yeah. It sounds like I'm sorry, I'm still going back to the movie, but it just sounds like like whatever technology is out, like if it's CGI, if it's you know, whatever, it's like put it in the movie. Can it make me do this? Put it in the movie. Mm -hmm. That's 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 what it sounds like. We cut to uh we cut to the the police captain's office as he has <laughs> three detectives that he brought in. Look, look, I brought in Ichiya because I need this guy off the streets and you guys are the best detectives in the city. And I'm hearing that you guys couldn't catch him. And I'm hearing ridiculous stories as to why you cannot catch this guy. So, so I want to hear from you. I want to hear from each one of you, right? I put you each on the assignment differently. I'll go first, Chief. Yeah, let me hear. I'll go first. I want to right? hear. I need some sense. <laughs> so I had Mitchell Jackson cornered, all mm -hmm. right? He was cornered. I followed him. I had five guys surround him. We had guys on top of the building. He was standing in an alley, dead to rights. All right. When I came up to him to offer the, to put the handcuffs on him, he turned into the handcuffs. <laughs> What? Nobody knows where the handcuffs went, Chief. 
No one. He turned into the handcuffs. He turned into a pair of What does that even mean? You were holding the handcuffs. You should have had them right there. But I didn't know which pair of handcuffs he turned into. Oh, Chief, there were two handcuffs. I didn't know if they were mine or the other ones because, you know, it was so confusing. So what you do with the two handcuffs? Well, I took them to a pawn shop to see if the pawn shop store owner could recognize a real handcuff from a fake handcuff. And, um, of course, he didn't recognize it. Um, uh, I did buy a necklace in there. And when I turned around, Mitchell Jackson, it took off. He took the police car. God took damn off. it, Detective Miles. The guy is great. I think he was actually the pawn store owner at one point. But I haven't you know, ruled it out we, yet. I haven't <laughs> You know you've gotten in trouble for going to that pawn shop before. You can't be going to that on company time, but we won't get into that right now. I need some answers, goddammit. What about you, Tandy? Oh, on, you yeah. got to have a lead on this guy or something. All right. I thought I really had him, okay? We ran him down to a dead end. The only thing in the dead end was a donut shop. So we know he went into the donut shop. We go all inside, right. all right? We go mm -hmm. inside. I'm mm -hmm. having everybody case the joint, look around, go to all the corners everywhere. I'm tired there. I'm standing there. I'm like, oh, it's donut shop. I'm a little thirsty. So I get a cup of coffee, mm. bring it up to my mouth to drink it. I look inside. I see two eyes and, and I hear, <laughs> and I was like, oh, and I threw the coffee up. And I was like, was that, was that him? Was it him? I don't know. So I get one of my best guys, bring a broom, mop this up. I need this guy. You want to mop it up with a broom? That's your I'm first sorry, mistake. I'm sorry. That was the first mistake. I a mop. Bring a mop. I'm sorry. Was it, it a mop or a broom? I hadn't, I, had my, I hadn't had my coffee. That's the problem. So God I bring it. a mop and mop it up. So he mopped it up. And I was like, yeah, save that for evidence. I go out to my car to call you to let, let you know I got him. I go back. And somebody who works there through the the bucket they emptied the bucket out into the alleyway we run out to the alley there's nothing there it rains it's a little bit brown in the rain we figured that he went up into the sky and came back down and ran out of the i don't know what you happened think, i had that guy think mitchell jackson turned from a cup of coffee into a bucket of coffee into a puddle into a rain cloud and rained down on you That's i what know you're telling me right i know he did God damn it tandy amici help me out here well, I mean, I, I had him. I, I had him, okay? Uh, so I, I, I track him down, you know, downtown, like, you know, do, doing his thing. And I get into this foot, foot, foot chase with him. I'm chasing him across town. I see him, like, running around this corner, going to this house. I run into the house after him, and he's just gone. I look everywhere. He's gone. I had locked the front door, so I know he didn't leave. I stopped my foot and I heard, hey! I was like, he's the house. He's the house. <laughs> he was he was the he was the house. You were inside the perp, Amici? Yes. So oh, I, yeah. I ran outside. Wait, you ran <laughs> I had to make sure. Yeah, I had to make sure. So I ran outside. I called my cousin. He's a realtor. We did an appraisal. We did an appraisal. Um, and I I, mean, I still wasn't sure. I still wasn't sure. So I moved in. And, <laughs> and I was living there for, for the like, house. Yes. So I lived there for a few weeks. And then I woke up one morning and I was outside. So he was the house. He left. <laughs> and seen. <laughs> <laughs> I moved in. I think you just bought a house, dude. You were not chasing the he went through like signing all the papers, getting it inspected. <laughs> oh yeah, the real estate values are coming up. In it's worth a lot. The other day, it's, it's great. It's a person all the time. It's Michael Mitchell Jackson. That's how I think Joe Pesci felt in the movie Moonwalker. He's like, he turned into a what? A car and then a cat? <laughs> what the hell? Don't believe the story. <laughs> Get the hell out of there! Get that dude, you know. Um, and then he turned into a robot, man. He literally like you have to watch it. It's it's so bizarre, man. Like it's so bizarre that only a child would really get it. Like as a child, I could see why I watched it, just over and over and over.
Yeah. But, um, that was a video game, too. Yeah. Yeah. Was, yeah. Yeah. I heard about fun. the video game. Yeah. yeah, yeah dance, video you game. punch people. You do dance moves. And people die. <laughs> you, could, you could be like four different. You get four different Michael Jacksons. I remember that game. I remember that. I remember oh, that. Um, wow. Yeah. Um, but on to the next. <laughs> if, you checked, if you haven't checked out Moonwalker, I highly recommend it. It goes in the art catalog for me. Uh, definitely in experimental filmmaking. But if there was anybody who could have swung, and I don't even think he missed it, said he made money. I think it made yeah, twenty two sure. million. Yeah, made money. Um, and I don't think it was released in theater either. Which, well, I could check on that either way. But the next topic, uh, I wanted to bring up. I don't know if anybody has ever has anybody has seen the new Little Nas X music video. I went and watched it after you mentioned it. Yeah, yeah. So um, the song of this music video is called Montero, and <clears throat> essentially, it's been getting a lot of hype uh, from the media and a lot of religious people because of the um, satanic imagery. And um, I guess some of the other, what they would call blasphemous um, themes that are going on. Uh, in my opinion, uh, without having to show the video here and all that, uh, spoiler alert, if you haven't, long story short, uh, Little Nas X play in the video, he's a little kid, a snake seduces him. It, I guess it turns him dark or kills him one. Uh, he goes into a magical place in the sky, which I guess is representing of heaven. But they have him chained up, locked down. You know, um, he's clearly in bondage. This is not a it's a beautiful place, but he's clearly not enjoying it. Uh, the person who leads this place tells him he basically he's not shit and cast him out and basically cast him to hell. To Well, he decides to take the long stripper pole and dance all the way down to hell in which he uh arrives in hell sees the devil sitting on a, a chair looking like he's deep in thought and then he goes and he twerks and has a lap dance on the devil uh right before he snaps his neck now again spoiler alert if you haven't seen it yeah. um, when I, I remember when it first came across my youtube the first image you see is Lua Nas x uh I, I'm assuming sliding down a pole. Um, and I'll try to get, let me see if there's an image. I'll show so many images so that people can get an idea that I'm not just crazy when I'm talking about this. But uh, <clears throat> so, yeah. So that's the devil looking like person. That's him giving a lap dance to the devil. And Lil Nas X like, plays everybody in this video, right? Like, yeah, he, he's a young Eddie Murphy. All the characters. Yeah. He's a young Eddie Murphy. So like this, the snake seducing him. Um, and yeah, I, it was it was interesting. So so where am I going with this? Well, the image popped up on my YouTube and it was real late. And depending on my mood or the hour, I don't like to take in too many <laughs> dark themed uh, material just depending on my spirit. My spirit is not open, um, like in a positive mood. Like I, I don't want to watch something that takes me to rabbit hole and makes me think about some evil stuff. So I didn't watch it originally. My my, my kid I'm uh, friends with and a mentor, he told me, say, hey, Mr. Mr. John, you should actually watch it. I'm not going to tell you why. Just watch it. I want to hear your opinion. And after I watched it as an artist, I was actually admired that um, I was I I admired the actual story of the music video. So there was a beginning, middle, and end. I admired the kids' uh, ability to risk. Like that's not an idea that you know people are going to really accept. They're going to either love it or hate it. And I love those types of ideas from an artist. Right? It's either you're going to really, really mess with me, or you're going to be like, "Don't ever talk to me about that kid again." Um, and so I like that. Um, but third, I heard a lot of people's feedback on it and their critique. And the only one to me that holds any weight 
is not his fault at all. And that's like, what do you do when the children see this video? I don't think that's a little Nas X problem. I think it's more or less a, it's like a structure problem. Like how do you, how do you keep a kid from getting anything on the internet any day? You know what I mean? So I, I wasn't too held up about that, but it did send a lot of shockwaves through the Christian community. Um, it definitely, um, you know, in my opinion, if I could, I could, if I could guess what I think he was trying to say, he was trying to share his, his, um, I guess his subconscious journey from going to, to for, from accepting his sexuality, right, and how the world and how people and all these different influences that can pull you away from what it is that you're trying to do. But uh, I, I sent it to you guys because one, it, it, it. It was a heavy piece of content for me. It was like, this is a visceral video. Uh, it ain't Michael Jackson turned into a robot, but it gives you the same vibe as this is a creator who's trying to experiment, who's trying to show a piece of them. And they probably don't care how people feel. So it's kind of like, what, like, have a reaction to it, right? It was absolutely, I'm trying to get a reaction. Um, out of us, but I want to hear you guys' story, Antoine, because Antoine's seen it, and anybody else has seen it, I want to hear your opinion. Sure, so, uh, yeah, I <laughs> I think the song is somewhat catchy. Not necessarily a little Nas X fan. Um, song's not too bad, as songs go, but I think the video, uh, first, I didn't quite I was like, it's it's an experience. I'll tell you that. It is like you mm -hmm. said, it's a it's a heavy piece of content. Um, he plays all the characters and he and he goes in on all of these characters. Like he he doesn't dial it in. He's he's really uh playing his part on this. So I'll give props for that. Yeah. Um it's a very uh classic tale of Garden of Eden and and uh I guess descending from heaven into hell. And as far as the message in it. I was a little confused. <laughs> I was like, I'm not sure what this video is about. Uh, <laughs> the imagery is intense, but I'm not sure what the video is about. I went and listened to the song independent of the video, and then it made more sense. So I was like, oh. If you listen to like the lyrics of the song, it's more about like him being infatuated with someone who is uh, has a lot of vices and um, essentially doesn't care about all that. He wants to be a part of all that. So uh i i think once you get that message like oh i get it that's why it's the garden eden thing with the snake and the devil like okay okay um i do think it's a risky video um but i don't think it's I don't think it's too appalling I, I wasn't i wasn't too uh like oh my god i can't believe he did this sort of thing like it's it's i feel like there's yeah. more stuff out there yeah i like that he was ready for the hate that's that's what I appreciate the most. He was ready for the fight. He knew, uh, and and this kid on Twitter is just he he's he's a he is a true demon. That, that kid is just <laughs> he don't care, man. He's yeah. just cutting them. He just like if there was like a a, um, a military force for for just cutting people on the internet, he'd be <laughs> like you know top. I don't know what what. What, what if you see him? I don't watch him on Twitter. So there was one I saw that I had to give him the badge. That yeah. Can't tell us nothing badge. But long story, long story short, Lil Nas X can get the badge for me um, because he he was getting pushback from people saying that I can't believe you would make this content. What if you got to think about the children? And this dude's response was, well, you do realize I talked about lean and adultery and uh, <laughs> Old Town Road, right? Like, I was like, touche. What do y'all say about that? that? Right? What do you that say about true. that? Yeah. And my reasoning for me saying I support him is because I remember listening to a kid's bop because, of course, I got children. Um, I don't listen to it all the time. But two songs that were on kid's bop album that just blew my mind. One was Old Town Road. Um. And they switched the lean words and all those different words to children's words, which we'll talk about that on another pod. How can you <laughs> and the other one was the Lizzo. Um, what was that song with Lizzo? That um, it was the one where she's like, 
it was one song where it's you it's like she she's it was the song she's performing you you hear it in Lizzo's voice you feel the emotion from Lizzo you feel the energy and you're like man like that's one of her biggest songs where they had it on the kids bop and they had a young girl trying to maneuver through a lot of the you know nuances of the song that all adults hear and I remember thinking why don't they some songs just don't need to be like a, like like I like do me baby right like would you feel comfortable listening to do me baby <laughs> on kids bop right Prince was not making that song to be re redone and edited right he's making it because the emotion and the theme are very heavy and I don't want to hear no kid remixing <laughs> putting you know school cut, baby or whatever <clears throat> we cut yeah we cut the prince in the uh cut the prince in the studio uh hey uh prince hey prince yes yeah listen hey um we are so glad that you decided to you know do the Eddie Murphy thing and jump into the whole kiddie pool thing making uh making kids music but um it's just ABCs, okay? We just need you to sing the ABC song. There's no, you don't have to add any extra imagery. I mean, you know, the first one, we were kind of, you know, we gave you a little license uh, with the Itsy Bitsy Spider, but this one is just just the pure ABCs, okay? So no no imagery of, of what you want the alphabet to do, nothing about B taking their clothes off, just ABCs, okay? Just keep it simple. All right, I'm going to step back out. I'll let you think about it. Well, before you leave, I wanted to share my opinion. And, um, boy, I mean, I thought my name was Prince. Mm -hmm. It is. It is. We're so lucky to have you. Um, We understand what your music is. We get that. But we just thought (laughs) when you agreed to do it, you knew it was a children's record. Mommy sing, help me sing my ABCs, one, two, threes, and other children's songs. We knew that when you, we figured you knew when you signed on that we're just going to be making children's music, music for kids to sing in the daycares and little nursery rhymes. That's it. That's it, Prince. How do you think children got here? Okay. See, that's, that was the problem. That was the problem that we had with, uh, you know, the first song. Okay. All you had to do was just sing the nursery rhyme, the little old lady who lives in the shoe. You went too far with that one, all right? She had so many kids, we all know that. We didn't need to know how or why. Come on, Prince. I think everybody that listens to music listens to it differently. And I want to change the habit of old nursery rhymes and give them a little soul or even skin. Can you... Can you just try? Can you just try to sing the ABC song one time? Please, let's just do a quick run in here. Let's just see how that goes. Okay, I'm going to step out. Just just try it out. All right. Turn my headphones up. (laughs) There, Prince, go ahead. There once was an A who wanted to be a C, but he needed a D in his life. Big D. I said a big D. We cut to the principal's office. All right, Prince. um, (laughs) I've been getting reports that you've been taking the students through their alphabet a little bit in a risque fashion. Again, we all gave up our special powers to teach the word here. Um, so, Prince, if you could just please stick to the, the books that we provide and the word of God and and uh, just leave your your what you were doing before in the past. Can you promise me that, Prince? You mean making masterful music in the past? Exactly. Exactly. You You had very special powers in the past to make masterful music, but... Those powers came from Satan, obviously. Obviously, because they were so good. So uh, if we can just stick to the word for the children, I think that would be great. How did the children get here? Oh. <laughs> I mean, that's such an important part of life. Because A, 
Hey, you want it? <laughs> God took my powers. I can't sing anymore. You shouldn't. You gave it up. You took a vow. You took a vow, Prince. Okay. Can I speak to Brother Pat? Sure, sure. Uh, I think he's shining his belt in his office. <laughs> he cut the we brother cut, pads off. Yeah, go ahead, sir. Uh, I was about to say, we cut to, to the janitor's closet. Say, man, is uh is your music singing, Michi? You you getting any? Is your music singing? You hearing any songs? Anything? Um, that was a, a little weird. I'm I'm not sure what I'm hearing. What what, what are you hearing? Yeah, it's something about needed a D and needed a D. It's just been stuck in my head. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, now you say that. What? I don't I know. Yeah, this this mop water is a, different today. Yeah. It wants to be a C. It wants to be a C. Exactly. I don't know what's going Suddenly on. Suddenly the door gets kicked in. Freeze, police. Step away from that bucket. <laughs> What? what? It's just a bucket. What? What? What are you? What are you talking don't, about? No, don't kick it up. He kicks it over. Oh. <laughs> all around, goes down the drain. No! <laughs> and scene. And that is <laughs> that was nothing. Show. Uh, thank you for listening, everybody. Thank you for hanging out with us. Shout out to Kelly, Chris, yeah. Chris, what? Yeah, Christine, Christian. Oh, Christy Faye. Okay. In the chat, thank you for hanging out with us. Uh, yeah, we'll Mike Johnson. Yeah, thank you all for hanging in there too. We had through our technical difficulties with our guests. I uh, talked to him. We're gonna reschedule it. Um, but yeah, we're gonna keep it rocking, and we had some fun today. Man. <laughs> <laughs> the Michael Jackson, uh, the Mitchell Jackson, <laughs> Mitchell Jackson. Villain was awesome. Yeah, and we should we should get a Moonwalker episode. I think we should. We'll all watch it and we'll come. We'll talk about it. Um, yeah. But DJ Comfy, please cue up that music and let's take this thing on out. Again, we're the Can't Tell Us Nothing show. You can find us online at C Ton Improv. Just Google that thing. You find it on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, ctonimprov.com. You can find us on Spotify, iTunes, Mockingbird. But yeah, check us out. For John, for Andy, for Michi, for myself, Antoine, can't tell us nothing. Show. Hello, YouTube. Goodbye, Facebook. Tune in every Tuesday at 8:50. We are out.